Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If you are asking someone for money for a project, will it help them grow their brand? Okay? Or two, what they're looking for is uh, a return of their money. This is episode 59 of the Arts Academy podcast. How to be an executive producer, hosted by Victor Ronato and Roxy Hayes. We are going to talk about on this episode about how to executive produce. Now, the way that we got this uh, episode is that someone in our Facebook group, they asked us about executive producing. Is that right? Yes. Okay, so they asked about uh, about executive producing. By the way, if you're interested, you can become part of our Facebook group or anything. All you got to do is dip in there. You can ask questions. We'll do episodes about whatever you want to talk about. And we'll try to let you know when that episode is coming up live. Because when we do the live stream, you can actually ask questions while you're on the live stream. Stream, blah, blah, blah. And all that, right? And here is the link. It's facebook.com slash groups slash art arts academy students so join yeah join that group and you can ask any questions also you get the free courses that we teach we'll teach free webinars uh most recently we had a free webinar on how to make a no budget feature film uh so check out how to make no budget feature film it's uh it's uh fun and uh actually anybody can do it as long as you're not like a total ding dong all right now um I know some people out there are total ding-dong, so I wanted to ward you off just in case you were thinking about trying it. Uh, now, let's talk about executive producing. Now, most people associate executive, executive producing with, um, with uh, money. Most people associate executive producing with like having a big uh, pile of money and then uh, making a show. Is that how you... Uh, is that what you think about Roxy for executive? That's producer? what I thought. Oh yeah. It's not. They don't just throw the bread and then be like, ah, I put my name on the credits. That's what I thought it was. Well, that is a kind of executive producing. And if we're if we're just going to talk about that kind of executive producing, where you just like write a giant check and they put your name on it, you don't need. Uh, th- there's no need to like have a class about that. <laughs> If you are uh, super rich and you want to put your name on something, just uh, write a check. And I mean, well, there is there there is something to talk about, but we'll talk about that when we talk about the other kind of executive producing, okay? Because the other kind of executive producing is finding money, okay? Ah. Right now, I. I have been executive producer on projects where I have brought money to the project where I like, you know, I paid for it, but I've also executive produced on projects where I find money, which is, a, and you get your being an executive producer and the credits is just as important as the guy who uh, wrote the check. It, it It's exactly as important. Okay. If not more, because 
you're if you're the executive producer who finds money, then you are also you are also the uh, usually the person whose idea it was to get that party started in the first place. So yeah. when I think about executive producing, I think about it actually more about having an idea about what something should be. Like, for instance, I just produced, I, I just executive produced this special, which is a comedy special, comedy charity special. It, uh, it has like Roy Wood Jr.'s in it, uh, the Lucas Brothers. Um, and then and it's and I executive produced that. And that was a thing where it was mostly an idea first. But then I had to like figure out a way with like my small team to of like making it happen. And so now it's in post-production and, and we're like talking to different uh, networks for it to go on, which is really cool. It's a lot of fun, but that is that I'm an executive producer on that. And, uh, and it's more about, it's more about the fact that of having the idea and uh, then finding money. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So if you want to find money, uh on for a project okay there has to be there there are two things that people who will give you money are looking for okay mm -hmm. and this is and this is usually i'm i'm referring to individuals or companies okay there's two things that they're looking for uh or or at least one of these two things sometimes both okay one uh, and actually, it, it probably is ultimately both for companies. Uh, but number one, they are looking to uh, grow their brand. Okay? So if you are asking someone for money for a project, will it help them grow their brand? Okay? Or two, what they're looking for is uh, a return of their money. All right. So those are the two things you have to consider when you're looking for money for your project. And we're going to delve in a little bit about each of those. Uh, I would like to do, uh, make a, a disclaimer, if you wouldn't mind, Roxy. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. You would mind? No, I meant like do it. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going to make a disclaimer. Here it is. I was just kidding. I knew what you meant. I was just, <laughs> I was just messing with you. Anyway, uh, the disclaimer people. is that this is the way I have gotten money for projects and not necessarily the only way you can get money for projects, okay? But this is how I've gotten money for projects. Okay, either you grow someone's brand or you or you show them how you're going to give them their money back. So in, when you're working with a network or something, like say you're trying to go to Netflix, all right? What you're what you do what you're doing is you're growing their brand, okay? So like if you go to Netflix and you give them a TV show or a special or some idea that you're trying to sell them, it's gonna grow their brand, which will in turn give them their money back. <laughs> okay. So when when you're trying to go to somebody and get money for like if it's a network. Think about that. Think about why networks don't want your show. Okay. When you go to a network, if it doesn't grow 
if it isn't more of what they're trying to do, which is trying to like be the leader in innovative streaming entertainment to have outside of the box hits, uh, plus nostalgic versions of things that you've experienced in the past. Like that's what Netflix is doing. That's, that's mm -hmm. happening right now with Netflix. Okay. And you are trying to pitch them something that doesn't fit into any of those categories they're not going to buy your show. Okay. Number two, uh, if you are not a person who is proven to uh, succeed, like if you, if they can't trust that you can actually make something from beginning to end, they're not going to buy your show. Uh, and so that's why a lot of times when you go to a network, if they really, really love your idea, they might want to pair you up with a production company who has delivered shows before. Because obviously, so when they try to pair, it's not because they don't trust you. It's because they have to be relatively sure that the production is going to be finished to a professional standard, which they enjoy they enjoy in the rest of their work. They have to be sure of that. And why do they have to be sure? And they can't just trust you because you're the smartest, most trustworthy person. Why they can't trust you? Because the person who is saying yes to you, it's not their money. It's not their money. The person who works at Netflix and is like, yes, I'll do it. Even if it's the head of Netflix, it's not their money. The head of Netflix is not, it's not their money. It's Netflix's money. They're trying to perform for this brand and this this uh, corporation. So they are going to want something that grows their brand. Okay? Uh, sometimes that's true for people too. Like there are people who are called martini investors. Like say someone is a dentist and they've got a lot of money and they would love to have their name on a horror film. Sometimes those people aren't even as concerned about those people aren't even as concerned about making their money back. Like it might be worth $50,000 to them to uh, have their name on a horror film. If they know, especially if they know for sure the horror film is going to be made. Like there's people who, who just have that excess cash and love to be part of projects like that. There, there are people out there like that. And I've met a few and they're there. Okay. And then, but but more often when you're dealing with an individual, they're also going to want to know that they're going to get a return on their money. Okay. Uh, the question is, how do people get a return on their money? Well, a couple of ways. If they're a network or you're approaching a network or a corporation, they get a return on their money when you grow their brand. Um, or if, if uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. I was going to say, or... I was going to say, or maybe they uh, have hired you to make a commercial, in which case it's different. But I'm, but we're talking about getting money for your own ideas. We're not talking about making commercials for people. Okay. So, but number two, uh, number two, if you if you can't grow their brand, uh, say if it's an individual investor and you're trying to get them to invest in your project, you have to show them a roadmap as to how their investment is going to make money, okay? okay? You have to show them a roadmap. Now, like, um, like for instance, uh, when I, when I started, when I started, uh, this, 
this uh, school, New York Art House Academy. I had a couple of friends, and it wasn't like a huge amount of money, but they they invested some money so that uh, I could make some demo videos of so I could get an idea of what this school is going to be like. And although the school hasn't made like a ton of money yet, it has made some money, but it hasn't made a ton of money. But although the school has made a ton of money, ton of money yet, it's like building and it's about to make a lot more money. So those people who invested in my school idea, like they're going to be able to start like earning dividends back on their investment. Um, and that, that means that means uh, that when I uh, first approached them, I told them how the school works. I told them, this is what I'm planning on doing. These, this is where I'm going to have classes available. I've researched this, this, and this. This is how much money classes generally make. So I'm setting the bar low. So like with your investment of X amount of dollars, we know for a fact that over like a, a year or two, it'll at least make that or more. And so you'll at least get that back. So I, I didn't, I, I asked for, I asked for money that was similar to money that I knew I could bring in with uh, the work that I was doing on that project. Uh, if it's a, if it's a movie, if, if it's not something like a school or if it's a movie, it's a, if it's a entertainment project, they still want to see a roadmap if they're trying to invest in you and your ideas specifically. Sometimes, uh, things will come with that. For instance, like if you approach a movie studio that has a lot of money and they look at your idea and they and they see, oh, this is a great idea. And then the movie studio, uh, the movie studio is gonna give you money to make that movie because then they know how to distribute it or how it will be distri be distributed and they know they know uh where they're going to get their money back if they give you X amount of budget because they look at your movie and they're like, oh, then, uh, then okay, this movie, it's a, it's a horror movie. That's the genre that always makes money. That's worth X amount of dollars because this director is a little bit hot. That's worth X amount of dollars. This person's going to star in it. Oh, that's worth X amount of dollars to us. So if you can actually deliver, deliver your uh, movie, it's a good idea that they like and then you have everything else in place then you can get someone to give you money to make a movie or if it's a good idea you'll get them to option your idea so that they can try to get all the people to put the package together and then make that movie and then if the movie is a go you get paid again uh, -huh. uh oh yeah but uh, optioning i optioning and optioning an idea is the more it, it's the it's the more frequent occurrence of a meeting than having a straight up sale. So gotcha. usually they'll want the ability to they they'll want the ability to take your idea to everyone and say, "Hey, we have this really cool idea. It's exclusive to us. If we can get this going, will you jump in? Will you jump in? Will yeah. you add bread to the stone soup?" Yeah, so they go try and make stone soup with your idea when they want to option your idea, and so that's that's a in in fact in fact recently one of the projects that I made started out as an option. Uh, Bring back last started out as an option. So oh. there you go. Hmm. Um, uh, so I think that 
Oh, we still have more time to uh, we still have more time to talk. Well, since uh, we only we have a few more minutes to talk, but I've talked about the most that I wanted to talk about about executive producing. If you have questions out there, if you're watching live and you have questions, then why don't you throw some questions in the chat and then I will answer them as best I can. Oh. Um, the last two things I executive produced were a comedy special uh, called Bring Back Labs. I was not the only executive producer on that. There were uh, four of us. And then I also executive produced a game show, uh, a comedy game show for Facebook Watch. And uh, that was with Penguin Random House. And I'm one of three executive producers on that. Uh, it's called The Great Fantasy Debate. You can actually look up The Great Fantasy Debate trailer right now and it'll pop right up. Let me get the link. Oh, yeah. The Great Fantasy Debate trailer. It is basically uh, people arguing over nerdy topics like debate, debating over whether it's better to be part of the Empire or the Republic. Things like that. Or the rebellion, sorry. The Empire or the Rebellion. The Empire and the Republic are basically the same thing. Nerd. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. What was that about? I don't even know what I did to deserve that. All right. So uh looks like there are no real questions, but let me just reiterate what I was talking about uh executive producing. Number one. Um, number one, uh, you can be the guy with the money or you can be the guy who finds the money. Uh, sometimes, sometimes you can be both. Sometimes you can have money and also find more money. Uh, and then are you just, what are you doing? I'm Roxy? doing, um, pantomiming for what you're saying. I want to add value to this episode cause I didn't know anything. So I wanted to do what I could do to make this my help. Well, you know some, you know some things. I mean, you have to do, you have to deal with your own productivity issues. I mean, so you know some stuff. Like I know you have ways of dealing with your own productivity issues, and you've executive produced stuff, whether you know it or not. Because sometimes being an executive producer is just thinking of the idea, figuring it out, and getting people to getting ah, people that oh, you can to work that. on stuff with you. <laughs> I have done that. Look at me. Yeah, you've not even knowing my worth. I'm out here. In these streets. In the, in the streets, <laughs> not knowing your word. Great. That sounded so much bad, worse than I wanted it to. Step yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> and then if you're the, the guy who has the money or the guy who gets the money, and then also you either want to grow, uh, you want to grow the brand of the person that is giving you the money or give them a return on your money on their money and show them how that's going to happen. If I you, have a question. Yes, go right ahead. Okay, so when you when when it's uh when you're giving them a return, um, how do you figure out what their return is going to be? Like their percentage? Is it usually like I know it's their money plus some? How do you determine what the plus sum is? Well, uh, you, I mean, I have I I usually I at this point I talk to people who've made similar deals, and that's the way I learn now, um, but. I mean, it depends. Like most people, most people would love a a return on their money uh, that is at least ten percent. Ten percent is a number where everybody can be like, "Oh, that's a good return." Okay, okay. 
That's just a place to start. Okay. okay. But and then you negotiate from there. But one thing to always be wary of is you depending on how much money people are putting in, their return should have a limit. Okay? Meaning if someone gives you I mean, let me break it down really quick. Like if someone gives you $1,000 to do something and I, and, and I know that like when you're working on bigger deals, it's not $1,000. It's like, you know, $500,000. Okay. But even, but even on this, on the small side, you can still do this uh, for a small project. So if someone gives you a thousand dollars and then you're, and then you say within, then you say with, within like, uh, one year they're going to get a return of a thousand dollars, uh, plus ten percent of whatever this thing makes, or a thousand dollars. They're probably going to get their eleven hundred dollars back. That's more like a loan, but an investment would mean that they are probably going to get some sort of equity in what their project is. But you can, you can also give them a piece of what the project's earnings are which is limited because you don't want you don't want necessarily for for someone to give you a small amount of money and then to earn a potential of a percentage of something forever gotcha. all right yeah i mean you if some i mean well you can do that but you don't want to like you don't want people giving you a small amount of money and then basically if that thing that you do uh, blows up and becomes a multi-million dollar project, then they, uh, for $1,000, they are going to get millions for the rest of their life. Like, gotcha. yeah. you don't want to do that. Up with something that they didn't even really put that much in. I mean, you can't, if you do make the deal, you can do that, but I'm just saying that's a potential of you making deals willy-nilly unchecked. And it's not that it's bad, like, They'll be happy if they make $10,000 just because your thing goes on to make millions. Like their investment, if if the rules are set forth ahead of time, you don't want to be unfair to yourself too, though. You don't want to get in the habit. And I used to do this all the time. I used to give away so much uh, so much equity on projects. But I, I learned uh, from a couple of mistakes that there's different ways I should deal with things. And so try to put a li- try to put a limitation on small investments on what they can okay. earn back from you. That makes sense. So it could be like they get 10% of the profit until they're paid back 200% of their investment. And then from then on out, their percentage drops or something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Smart. All right. Uh, well, <laughs> it is, it wasn't me who thought of that. Somebody else oh. thought of that. And I'm just repeating it. <laughs> Take the compliment. I will try to take the compliment for other people's <laughs> stuff more often. All right. Uh, <laughs> thank you, everybody, for checking us out at Arts Academy Podcast. Uh, you can look us up at artsacademypodcast.com and Alt Arts Academy on all social media. Yeah. Uh, we do this live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern time and every two weeks we do a free class. The most recent free class was about how to make a no-budget feature film. What will the next one be about? 
we don't know because we <laughs> sometimes figure it out last minute. <laughs> All right, let me do the end of the show, button. And here we go. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.